um, everybody, we we're liable to cuss and say things and defend you. While we say that we care, we really don't care. So just be forewarned. Uh, I am Richard, and with me, uh, the creator of Knights of the Braille, the Irish or British potato farmer himself, recently haircut and trimmed <laughs> the gentleman Jim. Oh man, and I'm actually up in the land of free healthcare at the moment in Canada. <laughs> but uh, yeah, welcome to Knights of the Braille, groups of blind and visually impaired tabletop role-playing game enthusiasts. How are you doing today, Richard? Ah, uh, doing really good. Um, we've had a really good uh prior recording conversation, so you know I couldn't help but laugh, and I had to introduce you as the uh, beard trimmed and hair trimmed <laughs> potato farmer because I saw that on Twitter yesterday, and I I think I ROFL'd quite a bit. You know? <laughs> it's it's tough, man. Like it, people think that like, oh, when you when you're visually impaired, or, you know, you don't give a fuck about your appearance. It's like long hair sucks. <laughs> <laughs> To me, I don't have to get haircuts because I just shave it all. You know, the only thing I have to worry about is when that razor hits that scar. It's like, Oof. you know, yes. Uh, had that happen the other day. Walked outside to go eat at a restaurant and got, and my roommate's like, are you all right? Yeah. Why? It's like I nicked myself shaving. He's like, no, I think you cut like skin off because there's like blood all Oof. down the back of my neck. And Shit. It's like, you know, and that's on the side that, I can feel, but I thought I just nicked it. <laughs> New, I kind of look like a crimson mask, like Jr. used to say. Oh man, yeah, with the wrestling when they hit themselves with razor blades and just fucking oh, yeah. bleed out. That <laughs> was crazy. <laughs> is that scar? Like, is it? Because I've got a few scars. I've got like a, a a knife scar on my leg. I have a, a scar on my face from a dog. And they're all, mm. they're still tender to this day. Like, do, is yours? I imagine you was uh, very tender. It it can be a little tender. Um, usually seems to be a lot more tender whenever uh, my allergies or sinuses are bothering me. Like I run a little fever with it, you know. Sometimes you're um, like one of those old guys. It's like, oh, my knees are hurting. It's gonna rain. <laughs> dude, you, you know you you're laughing and making fun of me. I said this exact damn thing yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I like got up out of my computer chair and I'm like, oh. God, I can't hardly walk. And it's like the more I walk, the more I can move faster and faster. And yeah, screw you, Jim. <laughs> but, but yeah, they still are tender from time to time. <laughs> Just imagine you sitting there. Oh, my elbow sore. There's a sale at Walmart. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well, I won't be pitching today. I'll be on the disabled list. You know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I am that way. I mean, all the crap I've been through, you know. That's fantastic, man. Well, coming up on Nights of the Braille, we have guests coming up next week. Going to be joined by Shauna. Looking forward to learning about her and, and the challenges that she faces. I was on an accessibility panel, which would have been a few weeks ago when this airs. Um, but for us in now time, it was just a, a week ago. And that was a lot of fun. Very, um, very interesting. Um, I haven't made it through the whole thing yet, but very learned a lot so far. Yeah, it's interesting to learn about people with other disabilities and the challenges they face. I think for them, it's a lot more social. Um, our, I think ours is more um, sort of being able to access content rather than feeling 
pushed yeah. out by social, you know, um, norms and, and stuff like that. So we're going to have Shauna on who was on the panel and, and hopefully learn a bit more about her. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I'm pretty ignorant in terms of a, a lot of that stuff. And I think when you, you don't know someone with certain issues, you're quite judgmental when you hear solutions. You know, I, I not met people who, you know, identified it as them they before getting into Knights of the Braille. And I, I was skeptical, you know, I didn't understand it, but yeah. meeting a bunch of people that do identify that way. I'm like, oh man, this I know it sounds ignorant again, but oh, they're just regular people, you know, nice folks. And they're just asking people to kindly, um, call them by something that makes them more comfortable and that's that's fine by me so hopefully shauna can teach us more about her condition and that will make us you know more uh, empathetic towards people yeah not smarter but empathetic yes <laughs> there's no, no chance it, of that mate yeah and, and i'm like you know my my i won't necessarily call it a fear it's like I, I go by the sounds of voices so you know i don't want to offend somebody if they prefer to be called they or them and then actually calling them a he or she, you know, just going by the voices. Because, like you said, I, I'm ignorant and stuff like that. And if I do offend, it, you know, accidentally, believe me, it's not on purpose. Because if I do want to offend you, as uh, Jim can attest to, <laughs> I will do it on purpose. You know, <laughs> you know. It's, I don't think that's ignorance, you know, excited people misgender folks over the phone all the time like i've i've called women sir by accident yep. over the telephone i think it's all about intent man you know people come up to me and ask me about my vision like i'm sure they have with you you can tell right off the bat if it's genuine or if it is um trying to figure out if you're a faker Right. Um, I think they can look at my scars and be like, uh, <laughs> he's not a faker. But you know, it's going to be like, I, I, what the hell happened to you? Well, you know what? <laughs> and I could give a lot of smart-ass answers here, but I won't. <laughs> but yeah, I, I see what you mean. And like I said, I'm not trying to offend anybody, usually. But that's just my stance on it. But even if you have noble intent and someone does get upset, or offended by something a lot of the time if you've been genuine it, it's down to them and mm -hmm. their reaction you know i've been in a bad place with vision loss where if someone asked me on a certain day even if they were innocent or or trying to be helpful i might turn around and be like fuck off and you know i i'm just being a dick it happens we all have bad days yeah man but i think you know trying to remember that we represent our community be kind to other people and you know when people are trying to engage with you usually have good intentions as long as they're not fucking with you physically or mentally then you know um just try to keep you cool and if you can't just you know hey man uh you know i don't want to talk to you can you please leave me alone <laughs> and always you know as jim and i have agreed here blame jesse it's usually his fault yeah, we can give you his telephone number, yeah, uh, address. email address, um, yeah, mail address. Yeah. Blame Jesse. <laughs> yep, that's what we all do. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a blame Jesse segment on here. Absolutely, uh, man. <laughs> I think that's a good segue for. We wanted to talk today about mental health and specifically 
about Richard and I's mental health, um, you know, because we know a lot of people are really suffering during the pandemic and we already have a lot of issues that we face with vision loss a lot, you know, even, even years later, you still get days where you just feel down and, you know, I'm not always good. Like even this week, you know, just feeling demotivated. Like I'm, I'm fighting up a hill, constantly pushing a boulder to try and preach for accessibility. And I know it's one small step at a time to do it in a kind way, but sometimes you just get, frustrated and feel defeated and and you need someone to say something nice and there's not always someone around to cheer you up or or help you out i mean how how do you how do you fall into your your sort of pits richard what signs do you notice when you're you're not having a good time well it's um in fact i had some of those come up this this week uh one was with the session wednesday I had just, you know, not been sleeping good, and I wanted to run the session because I, I enjoy the group, you know, and I enjoy running it. And I told them straight up, this is not going to be one of my best sessions, but I want to run it, you know. And they really enjoyed it. And at the end of it, I, I just feel like I just didn't do the the quality job that I expect of myself, if that makes sense. And, yeah. I mean, they all liked it, but, I mean, I was feeling down because... I was editing the document and Microsoft Word wanted to be slow, not find it, say that it wasn't in the document while I'm actually listening to it and hearing it with JAWS. It's not in this document. Anyway, um, so it just gets frustrating from time to time. And when people will say, oh, yeah, we, uh, we're curious about making this accessible. Um, let me talk to somebody. And it's been two months since you've heard from me. It's like, yeah, they just blew me off, you know. To the point where, you know, it's like you take one step forward, but it seems like you're being pushed three or four steps back. Yeah. You know, and it just, it it gets overwhelming. And I'm usually a really happy-go-lucky kind of guy uh, until I haven't been sleeping well. And it's at that point in time, it's like, not today. Not today. You know, and it's like, I don't want to talk to many people. Um, Because Jim and I usually, like, text or email back and forth, you know, fairly much pretty much every day you know and it's Mm -hmm. like if neither one of us hear from the other we know that it's been one of those quote-unquote weeks at least that's why i feel jim oh yeah for sure man (laughs) when you get busy like that and and that's the thing when you can feel yourself slipping there are tools that you develop over time you know like rich and i have talked about one of our tools is exercise keeps us feeling good and motivated for me I need to make sure I get fresh air, make sure if, if I'm really struggling, I, you know, do some mindfulness or something. And, but, you know, treat yourself with like a curly whirly. And while that is like <laughs> a, a joke and funny, but, but I'm being serious at the same time, if you have a favorite treat that you like and you have some, eat one. You know, do something to pick yourself up a little bit, if that makes sense to anybody. Yeah, that that's the thing is, you know, trying to balance things as well. It, it's tough because I fall out of doing exercise. I fall out of getting fresh air, that mindfulness. I fall into a, a bad diet and, and not sleeping well, staying up. You know, I know that all of those things will contribute to 
the following week I'm going to feel down and I feel it more so than maybe some other people because of the vision loss, whether it's apparent or not. And sometimes it's just hard, even though you know that the actions you're taking are leading you down that road, you still go down. It was like, I don't, I don't fucking care. Nah. It's tough, man. And pulling yourself out is even harder. Sometimes like during the pandemic, I've got weeks where just yeah. feeling, you know, like I can't get out of it. Can't shake it off. You know, you know, life itself is hard. Whether you have, perfect vision or you have no vision but the fact that you have no vision or less than perfect vision just adds a weight on top of that and with the pandemic on top of that it's like it added a couple of more weights to it you know and it can be overwhelming but you do not have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders leave that to the greek demigod atlas i think it was atlas might have been uh it might have been a tyrant. No, not a titan. Excuse me. Anyway, um, now that I've made myself look like a smart guy than an idiot because I couldn't <laughs> remember, um, just know that you don't have to care that there is help out there. You know, it, you don't have to go into a bottle as I know Jim and I have both talked about we have done. You don't have to go into illegal drugs or even prescription drugs. You know, you don't have to do that. There are people out there who will talk to you. There's places that you can call that will give you help and talk to you through this. That's why getting involved in in Knights of the Braille is, can be very helpful. Like, it's not a solution to your problems, but it gives you that sense of community, gives you uh, some social activity. I mean, getting into a game at least once a week is is great. It really helps out it's good to hang out with other visually impaired people you know on one of our earlier podcasts i talked about how until i actually got involved in the blind community where i live i really did feel isolated and meeting other people and hanging out really helped me and nice the braille does that too because even though you're not talking about everything to do with visual impairment you have that sense of camaraderie and I really enjoy it. And I think it's helpful to other people. And if I could, you know, man, I'd run games every day, but again, burn out doing that. But um, yeah, get involved in the chat and the community. And, you know, um, someone did share with us some hotlines in, in case you are struggling, in case we can't help, you know, we're not mental health professionals. We're just talking from our experience and relating that to you and saying, Hey man, you do need to talk we're here the community is here but if you feel you need professional help someone did send us these three hotlines one is for um samsa um which is open monday to friday 10 a.m to 8 p.m you can call 1-800-662-4357 so the services um for mental health which is 1-800-662-4357 monday to friday uh 10 to 8 um there's another one here which i'm not familiar with called nami uh, maybe look this one up as well guys and um uh, if you feel you need help or you need to talk you can call 1-800-950-6264 again 1-800-950-6264 and the last number we have is if 
you're really struggling and you know i know we won't get into it today but i'm sure richard's fell this way too uh, as i have um you know i've certainly uh had suicidal thoughts in the past yeah. i'm sure many of us have whether you acted on them or not um you know if you need to talk about that don't come to richard and i we're not qualified to to help with that even though we've experienced it if you need to talk the national suicide prevention line is 1-800-273-8255 again that's 24 hour national suicide prevention line at 1-800-273-8255 if you need any of these numbers i'm going to post them with this podcast as well but it's really important that all of us make sure we're okay and, and know that you suffering makes us suffer too, man. If, if we found out that anything happened to anyone in our community, Rich and I would both be heartbroken. Uh, and I'm not saying that for the purpose we'd be fucking heartbroken. So please right. don't suffer, okay? Because there, there's nothing that's worth taking your life over or getting addicted to any illegal drug or prescription drug for. There's people yeah. out there to talk to you, and like Jim said, um, and you know I don't usually curse a whole lot, but yeah, I would be fucking heartbroken because there's no need for it. Yeah, man. People out there do care. I know that when you're in a down, down spiral, it's hard to think about. But you know, please do talk to us, even if you're feeling good at the moment, but you know that you keep having these patterns. You know come and talk to us man anytime yeah and uh with that you reckon they'll hear us next week yeah man after that heavy 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 episode we really yeah. appreciate you guys listening but we thought it was very important and um next week we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming and now every second week of the podcast we're going to have guests do they at least take showers um that's real important <laughs> <laughs> all right richard i think that's it mate all right we'll hear y'all next week